Hello and welcome to The Natural Evolution, produced by Rebel Health Tribe, a radio show focused on providing you with inspiration, education, and tools for true healing and transformation. I'm Michael, and I'll be your guide on this adventure as together we explore the very nature of the healing journey. And I am here with Christopher Blakesley. Christopher, thank you for joining us. It makes absolute sense that the breath is probably the most immediate and available way to modify our physiology more than food. Right. And um, there's an immediate physiological response to every breath that we take and our breath patterns change due to physiology. Like it's a, a back and forth loop pattern uh, relationship between our physiology and our breath that exists at all times. And this is common knowledge and the basics and the foundations of yoga, Ayurvedic, the Vedic texts, like Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine, like indigenous culture, like as long as humans have been paying attention to what makes them feel differently, (laughs) the breath has been at the top of the list. And I see it overlooked in almost every functional medicine conversation that that it's not an important, nobody ever talks about it. They have an immediate impact on your nervous system. Mm -hmm. It really is essential. It's one of those things where so far I've had a hundred percent success rate with all the clients I've worked with. I think it's 29 people now. And it's one of those things where I always have that arrow in my quiver for addressing the breath side of things. And because now, I mean, Dr. Lemons and I have talked about the pain neuroscience stuff. I'm an expert on it. I've written two medium articles, which are also on my website about it, where it's just, I've gone into the deepest level of this stuff where it is amazing how you can change your pain responses through how you think about your pain, which is where all the horrible, it's all in your head and you're making your pain comes up kind of understandably because it's like, oh yeah, I can change my pain responses simply by if I fixate on them with fear, it absolutely makes my pain worse. And then there's bringing awareness and like acceptance towards it. And right. That's like a, that's actually a Tibetan Buddhist. They have meditations for pain and it's like bringing the awareness into the pain as as opposed to avoidant or resistant or angry or whatever right. and that they can show like drastic changes on yeah, levels of felt have, pain but you definitely have to reach that level of acceptance that it's there and not mm-hmm. fear it mm-hmm. and also because the brain gets so involved like pain is not actually at the place where you hurt it's in the brain mm-hmm. it passes the nociception goes up it passes through multiple parts of the spine and such, and then gets to the brain and the brain says, yes, no. And boy, the brain then tells you where it is. Yeah. And the brain says, send the pain to that spot because of this. And it can just get into a pattern where I'm pretty sure with myself, they did a scope on me. And after I'd done the lifestyle stuff and all these other, the functional medicine supplements and such, I still, my bladder looks fine now. It doesn't look bloody anymore on the cystoscopy, but my pain's still there. And the brain can form these things called neurotags where specific parts of the memory and the sensory parts of the brain can all get wrapped up in the pain experience. And you have to try and untangle these things. Sometimes you have to go head on into it. It's like revisit the experience of an onset or just a repeated experience and start thinking about, okay, 
it's there, but I don't have to freak out about this. All right. If I start having some more positive experiences, it can shift and start building a new neural network, get you some new brain cells. And maybe this neurotag that's been activated so many times can stop getting activated and can start atrophying. And that's Those are like behaviors too. And like other things, because yeah. it's, it's like uh, the way I dig, usually the metaphor I'll use is either like water making a river, like the Grand Canyon, or like skiing, going down snow and the pathway that keeps getting gone down is the pathway everybody's going to go down yeah. so it's easier to go down it. it's, e- out. it's yeah. easier to trigger it's easier whatever and mm-hmm. i'm curious like that now makes sense to me because i've studied psychedelics and other types of off the beaten path depression and things for mental emotional right. i know ketamine therapy is used for chronic pain conditions And the way it works in depression and behavioral and addiction is that it kind of wipes those uh, in a way to way oversimplify it. It it like shuts off the default mode network in the brain and it kind of smooths those grooves a little bit so that you have an easier capability to form new grooves. Um, I'm wondering if that's exactly how it works with pain too. It very well sounds like it because I was about to say that the breathing fits beautifully into it because I mean, breathing is the number one way to tell your body that you're safe. Mm-hmm. If you do not breathe deeply. If you're in fight, flight, freeze, you can start snapping out of that. And then there are all these biochemical benefits from the endorphin release, which helps with pain. You get oxytocin. I mean, there's serotonin in there. Improved circulation, nitric oxide, vasodilation, like it starts growing new brain cells in your prefrontal cortex, and it actually atrophies the amygdala, the fear center of the brain. So it's like it is working in with this. It's just hand in glove fit. And it's this integration between mind and body to do all these things. And then Dr. Lemon's like, hilariously, his therapist shows me the first thing to do to get me better. And it's just this for hands in front of my face then out to the side, and then back in front of my face again. And I literally say, are you kidding me? And she says, oh, no, I'm not. You're going to not injure yourself. And you're going to train your brain that this is safe again and start doing that all over your entire life. And it was slow. I'm not going to lie. It was hard work. It's not like I was great. No, these practices take years. years Brain retraining programs take a while because I am still getting better. I mean, yesterday was the fifth time in 25 years that I've had no pain and that's it. <laughs> I got there, I had an amazing day. I was, it, it, I see the nice correlation of being happy and I started weight training last year and I had to learn very carefully how to tease my pain for that because it sets off the occipital and trigeminal mm-hmm. nerve irritation so badly and finally figured out I have to take an ice bath immediately afterwards to stop that inflammatory pattern. And now I've been slowly been able to build throughout that. Well, I shouldn't say slowly. I put on 32 pounds of muscle. <laughs> so it's going pretty well, but I can do everything now, but really that's why I say the disability didn't end till last year. I met Dr. Lemons nine months into my recovery and I'm four and a half years into it. So, so it was like two and a half years of working with him before you were off disability. Yeah. So, I mean, I worked at his clinic for a little while and did some coaching stuff. You're probably talked. the star patient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They told me poster child at one point. <laughs> well, yeah, you were probably as extreme as anybody who'd ever come in there. Yeah. I mean, and it's just... the turnaround is remarkable that 
I mean, it, it, like six years ago, if somebody had told you you'd be lifting weights and you'd put on 30 pounds of muscle, you'd have thought they were insane. Yeah. I mean, I still, people ask me why I'm so happy all the time. It's like, I, because I know where I've been. Yeah. It's like, I don't think suffering really teaches you that much. I think it gives you the scale of how bad it can what be. What experience can be. Yeah. It's like, like it, it, yeah, it gives you the, like, it gives you the scale. It gives you, cause we operate in this little scale most of the time. Yeah. You see the scale actually goes over to here. Yeah. Um, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And now it's like, I've geared my life to live in the great space to such a degree. It's like, I have no toxic people in my life. I may work very hard to make sure of that. I take care of my body is the first thing I do before I work every day is like, I know I got to stay on top of this. I got to do my Tai Chi. I have to do the deep breathing. I cannot slack on these things. I got to walk my five miles every day. I have to take care of that. And it's like, I'm shocked because I used to think I reacted to every food via just the autoimmunity. I kind of did, but I started doing some intermittent fasting that made a big difference. I just needed a pause from food. And then I started doing extended fasts in 2019 halfway through. And that was just a game changer. I started getting better much faster. It was harder at first. And like, thankfully, there were some good resources out there on the internet. I heard Dr. Peter Osborne and Dr. David Jockers talking about it, about the fasting. So it's like, no, you can make stem cells that way. I can't afford stem cell injections. I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. And uh, fasting cheaper than stem cell injections. Yeah. It's the cheapest thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to buy food. No. <laughs> yeah. Breathing and fasting, two free, powerful ways to modify and being in, you mentioned going for walks, being outside, being in nature, yeah. being exposed to sunlight, being, you know, seeing trees, like all of these things cost nothing. And I, I love that some, I mean, I'm sure doing the work with Dr. Lemons, uh, there's cost there and doing a lot of work with practitioners, there's cost there, but there's, yeah. there's so much that people can do that right. it's don't cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. There's so much that can be done. And that newest article on my site is called like the, I forget the exact title, but it's the uh, eight best ways basically that you can help your chronic pain. And they're all free. <laughs> all of them are. It's like, there's a lot that can be done there, but they take so much commitment to them. And I love working with my clients about it. That's why I start with the consultation is to teach that because this is not like Dr. Lemon says, we're not born with knowing this stuff. It's like, you have to learn how to live with chronic pain. We know how to deal with acute pain. You stop. But if you do that with chronic pain, you turn into me where you do nothing and you don't get better. You just keep getting worse yeah. over and over and over again. So you have to learn a new set of rules there. And it's a whole set of behavioral tactics. And it's why he and I sat down and talked. It's like, we got to write a book because it's like putting together, as far as I can tell, if you put together lifestyle changes with mindset work, pain neuroscience, and then use functional medicine as needed, I think it's the best way to achieve a health outcome in a chronic illness or chronic pain situation to this point. For sure. Yeah. And I'm glad that, that he agreed to do that because yeah. practitioners like him, there's all these outliers that I've managed to come across and find that are doing like absolutely amazing work. And they're not the ones that you see on the health summits or on yeah. the conferences or the conventions. Like there is no correlation between the size and scope and power and reach of somebody's marketing and how much they can help people 
I've yeah. seen no correlation there. Some of the best practitioners, like people ask, like, who do you guys work with as your doctor? Because everybody, like, I'm pretty open that my wife has some pretty serious yeah. autoimmune conditions and chronic illness. And when I tell them, they're like, I, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, yeah, because he doesn't do marketing. Yeah. And like, I had to find him. And people like that, every time they write a book or create a training for practitioners or do something, their experience and their knowledge and their skill and their gift is not lost. Right. And so, um, cause he's not going to do it forever. And, right. um, that's great. And I'm, I'm guessing people probably travel to see him. Yeah, they do. It's, it can be difficult because of the extended amount of time to go there, but he yeah. really does get amazing results. I think, I don't know if this is accurate now. It's been a few years since I saw the document, but I think his success rate was 69% of his patients get off and stay off of their narcotics just from what he does. And it's like, that that's, is astounding. That's pretty amazing. Um, I, I want to introduce, I wonder if he's been on Joe Tata's podcast. Do you know who Joe so is? No, I do, I do not, but I know Dr. Lemons hasn't done any podcasts. Joe Tata, I'll give you his Dr. Oh, Joe. He's oh, in I New York. Know him. Yeah, yeah. He's got a podcast and a and a practitioner training and a website and all kinds for like really outside the box pain management and pain reduction stuff. Um, in our in our little functional medicine online world, I think he's probably um, got the largest platform for pain management and chronic pain conditions, and he's often talking to people that are doing work of that nature. And so I, I know Dr. Joe, I might be able to pull some strings to get them in touch with each other. Cause I think more people learning about what he's doing um, can't hurt. Yeah. And sure. uh, cause pain, I mean, look at the opiate epidemic in this country. Yeah. I know and, people need this and really the deep breathing now is more effective than the narcotics ever were for me, which is just, I'm shocked. And part of me is I'm an excellent litmus test. Like I said, I should be like a food inspector. Like if I go to a place, I can tell you if they have industrial seed oils, <laughs> they cook with that. I could tell immediately with the breathing because of the extreme nature of my pain. That, that just, it shifted. Wow. Okay. I can break my attention on this. And it's like, it's not really there, even though I'm getting stung constantly by all, yeah. these, all this pain. And Hey, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you head over to rebelhealthtribe.com backslash kit, that's K-I-T, and grab the RHT Starter Kit, which includes a sampler of four free videos from our professional masterclasses and webinars, the RHT Healthy Sleep Guide, the Wellness Vault Coupon Book, which will save you money on all of our favorite health-related tools and resources, a professional product guide, and a coupon for 15% off your first order in our shop. That's rebelhealthtribe.com backslash kit, K-I-T, and you'll get all that delivered right away. Also, if you're on Facebook, we've got a fun, engaging, and supportive group over there as well with thousands of health seekers just like yourself. Just search for Rebel Health Tribe and you'll find us. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. What was that like when you started to like, you started working with Dr. Lemons and you were probably a little skeptical because nothing else had worked. And then you started to notice like a positive momentum and to the point where you like, when you started to trust it, because you mentioned that there was a while where like you, you couldn't trust anything that was like yeah. a switch. So like, do you remember when you started to trust, like, this is working, like yeah. I'm getting better. For sure. It was just, it was 
the greatest feeling in the world because I need the science for everything. And on that second day of the program, they give me the science. I'm like, okay, I can see how this is going to work for me. This has been the missing piece. It all fits together there. And I started, okay, I'm going to buy in at least to the program. That was the first step. And I, Dr. Lemons even contends it's one of the reasons why I started getting better so fast in the program was I was doing all this other stuff and I was just on board from day two. So I was with that. And about three months in after I graduated the program and before I'd started working there, I'm seeing enough improvements and I get off the narcotic and I was like, it's a different world now that really, and I can see now how it's really weird to say how you can see how the negatives don't really matter, that they're just this destructive thing that make nothing in the world. And in comparison to everything that I've done in my life and how I've built myself up. And it's like, I have all this confidence now because I solved this. I stuck with it all these years. And I just see the impotence of all that pain and such. And it felt so powerful for all those decades of my life. And now it's just, even when it's still present, like today, it's like a one, it's just sort of tingling in my shoulders. Like it just doesn't matter anymore. I can still have the full life that I want now. And that is just, it's an epiphany and it's such a beautiful moment. And I just felt a flood of endorphins whenever it happened. I felt my pain go down whenever yeah, I realized I'm it sure. was going there. Endorphins are powerful. Yeah. That's a, a low dose naltrexone is used with chronic pain conditions right. quite a bit and it works on endorphins. Like it blocks mm. endorphins and then your body makes more of them. And then uh, my wife takes, takes that. And um, it's an interesting medication. Uh, I've seen it help with a lot of people with, with autoimmunity and, and inflammation conditions, but it's all endorphins and the breath work changes, produces endorphins and the right. thinking you're going to get better makes endorphins. And, <laughs> yeah. um, but that's why people like addicts chase endorphins. Like they're not chasing, no one's chasing heroin. No one's chasing meth. No one's chasing the drug itself. They chase the body chemicals that are created or received as like, it's the it's endorphins, it's dopamine, it's the neurotransmitters that we chase. And there's right. even with food, it's that way. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, for sure. I have that, like, that is my, thing. and I used like, to, <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's tough. Like, pounds. People scoff at that when I talk about addictions, like lumping in food with other things. And like, I still catch myself doing that. Like if I have something stressing me out or I'm uncomfortable, like people think with work that I'm like super confident in reaching out to all these people and doing all these things and whatever. And I'm not like, I'm anxious a lot about like, what if they don't respond or what if they don't say no, or this thing or that thing? Like I'm, there's a lot of things that trigger me to these like fears that I have. And I've noticed now if I'm having a day of work of doing stuff that like is kind of triggering to me, I'll be in the kitchen. Like I'll find myself like browsing through the fridge and I'm like, I'm not even hungry right now, but it's because I'm anxious. And if I eat the thing, whatever the thing is, yeah. then I'm not anxious. And my body has learned, or my mind, like subconsciously has learned like anxious food, not anxious. Like it's a, it's an immediate right. thing. You got and that so, conviction there. Yeah, I always have. Like I grew up in a family where if something bad happened, oh, you go out for pizza, you have ice cream. If so, and that makes you feel better. Or if something good happens, oh, you order a pizza, get ice cream. Like no matter what the emotional spectrum was, 
Right. Food was the thing that was related to it. And it's right there. I mean, it's so little of an effort. You can just have it on your tongue and anywhere, anytime, any place, access to any food. And I know I totally identify with that. I mean, understand why anybody would go into that having it's like my life was so devoid of value. Plus, like, what else did you have in yeah. your situation that would ever bring any remote amount of pleasure to anything? Is some right. sort of delicious like, food. Give me my honey Greek yogurt, and I had Nilla wafers in there, and I'd stir that sucker up, and it's like that was the nighttime thing. And yeah, but there's still an emotional converts. connection to those foods now. Yeah. So like, th- those those things taste good, but they don't mm-hmm. taste as good as they'll taste to you. Like just like everyone has their own, you know, foods, but we'll go off on neurotransmitters sideways. Right. Right after, but um, it's it all. I don't know a ton about chronic pain. So this is all really interesting to me. Like yeah, I've never viewed autoimmune pain as I viewed it separately from different types of pain. But it's and really the same thing. Pain is pain is pain in yeah. the nervous system. And there is so much that can be done with it. It's like just thinking back to that moment too, where. Like I had decided my central purpose in life was to try and inspire other people to be their best through my writing. And I wanted, that's what the type of novels I was going to write. It's going to be these fun adventure stories. Like, wow, this is why I'm living to get to that next day. What's around that next corner. So then I start getting better with my health. And I think I got to do something in health. I can inspire people with what I've gone through and I know how I got better. And I can tell people, it's like, hey, biochemical individuality, what I did is not exactly what you're going to need. But there's certain principles that underlie diet, supplementation. There's stuff that is universal to everyone. Yeah. And medication reduction is huge. I mean, that's what was holding me back. And then there's the toxins and the parasites. And on top of that, the pain neuroscience helps all these things. So there are principles that set the base for the foundation to work. And it's just it's become my life's mission now that I don't want anybody to go through what I went through because it was entirely unnecessary and shockingly reversible. I mean, I never thought my body would heal like this. I had nerve pain off the charts. I couldn't eat sugar for years. I wouldn't even known it was possible, honestly. And I've seen a lot of pretty remarkable recoveries and I wouldn't, I wouldn't set those kind of expectations. I know like for I, somebody in that condition, that's like so over the line of what yeah, I've I ever seen fantasize. anybody recover from. Like I set my goal as abstract improvement because I was like, I don't know what the ceiling is for me. I feel so better than I did yesterday. Yeah, kind of better in three months is what I'd say. Yeah. Because, and a lot of people don't realize, they think like with me, it was just a hundred percent successes. Even when I started getting better, it's like, no, I kept going across the line and flaring up and yeah, this is not linear. that I had histamine intolerance and I had to address that. And just so many things around the margins where there were these failures and such, but there are so many things that could be done in those circumstances for this. Just the pain. Well, man, <laughs> I the pain makes thought. everything else harder too. And I didn't yeah. understand that until my wife started to develop a lot of chronic pain that was really severe. And I would notice like she, this last year, she worked full-time as an ER nurse during her flare. Oh my and God. <laughs> she started at a new hospital and then a pandemic happened. And then she's in a pandemic, in a hospital, in an emergency room, in an autoimmune flare with pain, and then saying, I'm having a really hard time focusing at work. And I'm like, of course, (laughs) of course you are, because pain and the brain and the focus, it's like everything is like this. 
the cool neuroscience analogy there is that I can't remember if it was Lorimer Mosley or if it was Adrian Lowe that I read that said it's like your brain's at a pain meeting. It's calling one person out of each of these regions where suddenly why do you have problems with word finding and memory and why can't you speak? <laughs> why can't you feel as strongly? What's up with your emotions? Your brain is busy with that <laughs> signal because it's saying stop what's at the root of this and address this or you're going to pay. So it just keeps stop doing it. those things that you're trying to do and yeah. deal with this. Pay attention to me. Right. Um, it's so hard to break those associations, especially once it's that pattern, because you get like phantom limb pain where the limb's not even there and it still hurts. Yeah. So there are so many things. And that's why I am fascinated by that piece of it, because I've continually seen people improve with this. And one thing I wanted to touch on just about pain and improvement is that Another thing people expect is, well, everybody wants like a vertical line for their improvement. And they mm. want it yesterday. It is but, not going to be like and that. And it's not even linear. It's like, it just, you're up and down with it as long as the trend line is good. So it's like, I don't even measure success. Like I won't let my clients, because we work together sometimes a few months, sometimes longer than that, if the condition's serious enough, but I won't let them make a pain improvement goal specifically to go from like a six to a four on a day because there are many times in this process where my pain was no better for like a year and a half, but I could do more. And that was improvement then. And only here now in the last month that I finally set the goal is like pain-free. It is possible. I've seen it now four days in the last three months. It's clearly there. It happens after the extended fast. I think I can get there now, but they're just the way you have to look at this. And it's why I went into coaching because I almost went to Institute of Functional Medicine because it's like, I am intimate with all these things. I hear alpha lipoic acid. I think myelin sheath to help my nerve pain. I just, all these nutrients, that's how I think about them. I have a very selfish interest in all this stuff. So I thought about going there and then I thought, but this other side of coming back and implementing the plans, that's, I have so much experience here with that, that I was at the very worst and figured out improvement plans. I should do that instead. And I have all this empathy because I just, it hurts me so much to think this is going on all over the place. I'm not the only one like this. And I know how to help people make the realistic goals and have enough knowledge to stop them from going too far and burning out that just, I can give people a whole lot of hope with it and just help be there alongside with them. And and that's really why I said earlier that I don't feel like I work ever is just so rewarding to see these people getting out of it. And I even had a client that was really refreshing to me, had the same sort of thing going on that I did. And I was like, oh, right, this is the truth moment. If, if I keep saying that I could have prevented this. So let's see. And lo and behold, seven factor improvement in the early stage of interstitial cystitis in one month of working with me. It's just... Oh man, that is, that makes my chest swell. And I feel so happy. <laughs> That's amazing. It's all so amazing. Like I, this is your journey is the longest and most difficult one I've probably ever heard anybody talk about. And, um, it's really remarkable and I can't even pretend to understand it. Like it's, <laughs> it's not like I, I was in pain and I broke my leg once I actually fell down Yesterday, getting off my bike and a stick went through my finger and I have a huge hole in my finger. That's pain to me. Like, yeah, I've never suffered from crying. I had a back pain for like 10 years. It was kind of like, but I knew the things that I had to like not do to make it not hurt. So I just didn't do those things. Um, 
I've been the close witness of pretty severe pain condition now for a few years on and off. And when it's on, it's like the worst damn thing that there is. Like it is so horrific and horrible and I feel so helpless and I can't do anything. And we've, we tried this, we try this, we try this, we try this. Now I know we're going to call you, but um, (laughs) like it's, it's so debilitating and, and watching the toll that it takes on somebody on not just like, I can't do this. She likes to do powerlifting. She likes to make pottery. She likes to do ceramics. She likes to, you know, do these kind of things. Yeah. It's all goes away. Yeah. Like it's all gone. And My then it's like, like, what am I doing? Her nursing, like she couldn't nurse. She couldn't work and nursing to her is like her identity. She couldn't work. She couldn't do ceramics. She couldn't do pottery. She couldn't do powerlifting. It was literally just like, try to make it through the day. Yeah. Just survive. but there's no carrot there like yeah the reward is so like it has to be reframed like unless there's help in reframing it like it's literally just survival like it's Mm -hmm. and there's resentment and there's like people not understanding and then wanting you to do things and and then people being like oh well just take some advil and go hiking with me it's like i can't get out of bed like i know it's like <laughs> i can't function on the most basic level it's like maybe i'm having urinary incontinence i mean i just am ashamed yeah. of how i am yeah. and that is huge and that has to be addressed and it's like feeling alone in this is the most natural thing and i detest it for people and like people tell me it's like i can't believe you're so genuine or generous with your free time just given like free 90 minutes to everybody up front and it's like well all that matters is establishing a connection and because they're in a tunnel right now and they can't even see the light at this no. point and they need somebody who can see that yeah, just to know that there's a way out. And sometimes people kind of get intimidated. They're like, oh, I'm not as bad as you. I don't know if I need to come see you. It's like the principles work. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> just not let's not set the goal of getting as bad as I yes, was. Like please. that is not to... I know. And I always say, do not be me either, yeah. because it's like I refer out all the time. If I ever think somebody needs a functional medicine practitioner, I include it in the consultation because it's like, sometimes you need a protocol designed for you. Don't be me that took 15 years to design his own to figure it out. That's really inefficient and really miserable. To go through. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't use me as the example. I say that when I'm doing other type of coaching work now, I'm like, I ran myself into the ground for like, 15 years with unhealthy lifestyle and things and um it took me almost killing myself to like dive into the type of healing work that I'm doing now and people are like well I'm not suicidal and I'm like great awesome let's let's talk about these things before we get to that point because like it's not necessary like all of these things can be done and shifts can be made and changes can happen and you can make adjustments without being in years of hell or being suicidal or being in like just unfathomable, even your pain scale. I loved how you said like the pain that I used to think was a six or a seven, but now I know (laughs) is a three or a four. I've watched Mira's pain scale change too. Yeah. And when she says like, I think I'm a six and like what she used to think was a six became a three. Mm-hmm. Because she learned that 10 is a lot higher than she thought it was. Yeah, and the days I, where it's close to a 10, it's like, it literally kills me to see it. Like it's, it's, it's the worst. It's thing. so horrific. And hers is full body. And it's, it's just, it's, it's 
something I wish nobody ever had to go through. Same here. And just knowing that these principles are out there and that thankfully functional medicine's getting talked about. Mm. And I tell everybody, it's like lifestyle changes really were like 80% for me. It was so much of it was just committing to that. And I was doing the common sense pain neuroscience without knowing it. But so much of that was what was important. And just the pain side of things, it is so bad to see that it gets so bad, but, but it can get reversed. And hopefully other people don't get to the quite that level. It's, man, that is just a really hard place for people to be. And I'm so sorry that anybody's going through that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so horrific. And so, you know, if you're out there and you're going through that, we definitely see you. And it's, you know, there are lights at the end of the tunnels and there are, there are other doctors and practitioners doing things like Dr. Lemons like this. There, there are ways through these things if you find the right, the right guides. So yeah, you give the um, body what it needs, it'll fix itself. So how do people connect with you? Um, my website, it's balancehealthcoach.com. And like you said, you'll just, that'll be under the video and such. Yeah. That's my primary. Like, I mean, I put stuff, I am like range to rainbows and unicorns on my social media because it's like, that really is my life. It is so, it's gotten to almost like fictional for me that it got so good that it's like, I'm just there and I'm loving every second of it. And it's like, I have this one video I made where it's like, this is where I want to see everybody. It's like the dream with the chronic illness and chronic pain is back to doing what you love. And whenever you get back to that level, it is just this beautiful cathartic moment. Like I had tears of joy and that's whenever I saw it's like, that's the purpose here going forward is other people seeing this and just trying to get as many people on board and fix themselves it's it's and yeah i'm on i i went to your site i see your your before picture and <laughs> it's just remarkable like it's yeah. it's so incredible and i i know that you know that now that like you appreciate oh, that. Yeah. uh and so i know people tend to like downplay like how significant something they've done is sometimes at least i'm guilty of that people are always like you do all these i'm like eh, whatever but um it's really remarkable and thank you it should be like a movie. So turn your book into a movie. And uh, we'll see about that. I hadn't really yeah. thought about that one. My dad said it at one point, but I was like, wouldn't it be really boring because it's like 15 years of me sitting in one place hurting? Yeah, but they can make that seem, they could, you could go into the inner world at that point. And speaking of my parents, just seeing them, what it's done for them, just it is lifted so much from them. And we have such an amazing relationship now. We are so close and man, I love them with all my heart. Just having a good support system is like nothing else because I always knew no matter what, they had my back and I got this crazy lab of experimentation with myself where I could try everything. And, and that was my full-time job. I mean, I was doing it 16 hours a day sometimes. I was like, I'm reading health stuff all day. We're going to look at this until I'm exhausted to try and find a way out. And just having them and now seeing how happy they are, how much they smile. It's just the weight of the world is not just off my shoulders. It's off theirs. And I want to see that for people's families too, because like Dr. Lemons, he runs a support group at nights once a week for the families of people with chronic pain, because he said, as hard as it is to live with chronic pain, it's hard to live with someone that has chronic pain. 
because it's it like, is and there's like a guilt around even saying that sometimes like i don't even yeah. like to tell people that because it seems like i'm making it about me yeah but it is but really true. hard like it's I mean, really hard caretaker yeah. role is like no joke like what your parents did is again pretty remarkable yeah, I will do anything for them. I mean, really, just to support them back. It's like, I've come back ever since I moved. It's like, I can't go more than a couple of months without seeing them. It's just, we... Oh, How far is people. Austin from Overland Park? It's only about two and a half hour flight, so it's it's, it's oh. not bad. Do you fly to Wichita? No, straight into Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City? Okay. Yeah, because Overland Park's just... Oh, yeah, it's closer it's to Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah, it's Kansas right. City. It's like a suburb of Kansas City, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Southwest. Okay. That's not that far of a flight then. And that's, that's... where Dr. Lemons is. <laughs> okay. I, I can't believe he was seven minutes away all the whole time. Years. And oh, he's been doing it for decades too, right? So like yeah, he was doing late, that work the whole yeah, time he's you in were. His late seventies and he's been down the road for four decades. So oh, my man. whole life has been there. <laughs> seven, seven miles, you said? Seven minutes. Oh, seven minutes yeah, like in a car. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, and because the doctors, they just don't think that, I think that a lot of them honestly think that lifestyle changes, just why you talk about them, because nobody's going to do them. And then they don't think that the thinking side and they don't fully understand what he does. I mean, who understands these nerve movements yeah, and yeah. how Tai Chi works and such and how that calms you down. Tai Chi and Qigong are good stuff, man. That yep, is. I did both during my recovery. <laughs> yeah, uh, Qigong has been a big part of one of the two trainings that I'm in. Just it, in an aspect of it, it's like an energy medicine is part of the training, and Qigong sensitizes you to subtle energy so much. Like the more I practice, I'm able to like feel at a different level. Yeah. And um, I don't know how good that, well, I guess that's good even with chronic pain, but like, I don't know if feeling more is your agenda there, but moving energy through the channels and like having that energy move through the body, like stuck energy contributes to pain. Right. This just got way less scientific, but this is stuff that has been known for millennia. So it's, it seems like the answer to all this stuff is really, it's like the body has certain requirements and it needs these things that you have to give it certain nutrients. And it's like your macros are going to vary and such, but it's like, there's some base foods that are safe and things. It's like, I did autoimmune protocol three years, but now I can do 80, 20 if I want to. It's like nothing really bad happens, but I just, why would I do that to myself? <laughs> so yeah. I don't do that. I don't want to go back there. But so much of this seems like it's like, get your nervous system back in alignment with things because the modern lifestyle is really hard on the nervous system. It's like a red light. Whoa. It's like lion <laughs> slam on the brakes. And I've, I have work to do on mine. I've noticed that since Mira's latest flare, I startle, like I jump, like yeah. if she comes up behind me and like touches me. I'll jump. If there's a sound, I jump. I never used to do that. And that's since the last flare, I've noticed that. And so I still have some work on my nervous system that it's still, sure. it's, it's increased my natural hypervigilance. Um, right. Because more. you don't feel safe. I mean, someone mm -hmm. close to you is in danger. It's mm -hmm. just, I call it like the background radiation. Like they see from, all right. They look through a telescope and they see the heat out there. It's like, all these things, it's hard for me to even explain to somebody who hasn't gotten through it, but there was a background heat to my nervous system that was hard to put my finger on that now I speak more slowly. 
I have this feeling of calm and groundedness that I never used to have that I think I've been basically stuck in fight, flight, freeze for most of my life. I think it was on some level, even though I'd be like, I'm fine if you ask me, but I'd startle. My brother would say, something's wrong with you that I would just hear loud music and shiver. Just, whoa, what was that? <laughs> but there's a whole yeah. lot of stuff going on there with the nervous system. It's, yeah, and we could go on about that too. And maybe we'll come back and do another another chat just specifically because the the next season, this season's about the healing journey. So I really wanted to focus on that. But the next okay. season is going to be around education and information. And so sure. there's a lot of education and information that you've gathered that yeah. um, most people probably don't have. So we could get all nerdy on the nervous yeah, system. I, could, I literally can talk all day about it. <laughs> so cool. Well, we'll do that. I'll, I'll put you on the list. We'll do it. We'll come back for season two Great. and talk about pain science and neurology and, and those things. So Wow. Okay. Um, all your links are down below. I'll put Dr. Lemon's website down below too, just because sure. you mentioned it He's in the episode. And then we'll put your link there. Uh, go check out his website and you know, reach out if if you think you need to. And just thank you for sharing so much and for turning like such a horrific deal of cards into something that you know you're now helping other people get out of that. Yeah. It feels so good. <laughs> yeah, it is. I can feel it. Like I can feel how genuine you are and how just excited you are to be doing what you're doing. And mm -hmm. not only the work that you're doing, but like the life that you now have. Yeah. And it's like how than... incredible. <laughs> I remember when, when Mira started having her first pain-free days at the end of this last flare, I said, I'm never going to take this for granted again. Like I'm never gonna like normal now is awesome. Like yeah. if we can just go around, walk two blocks and you're not in pain and we're walking the dog, that's like the coolest thing we've ever done. And yeah, I'm trying to keep that me, perspective. For sure. But the word for me is just cherish. I cherish my life and I was never one to take my life for granted, but man, every good moment I just seize onto it and I feel it as full as I can. I mean, I emote, I am just grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> you got some catching up to do with absorbing good moments and, and fun times and, and that, and yeah, you deserve it. And it's, you know, it, a lot of people probably didn't make it through similar experiences. Yeah, I know. And it's just, whenever you said that about people saying that they haven't got to the suicides, like, please don't. Because yeah. that I two weeks into Dr. Lemon's program, I bawled in there when I finally let the walls down. Whenever I said, How do you trust yourself again after you had a thought like that? Where can I trust myself ever again? Whew, that's a hard thing to work through, but it can be done. And I hope anybody that's there just can find somebody to work with to get out of there or to just never get there in the first place. For sure. So yeah, well, thank you so much, Christopher. I've this has been a joy to hear your story, as painful as it is too. And uh, just kudos to you for all that you've turned it into and what you've been through and the way you've turned it around. It's just it's completely remarkable. So, thank you so much. Uh, I'd love to have you back to nerd out on pain neuroscience, so we can sure. do that in another another episode. And uh, just thank you, thank you for what you're doing and. Yeah. 
and thank you right back at you. I mean, for the platform, even just I'm happy to be able to share it just the, so that more people can hear that it doesn't have to be that hopeless. Yeah, well, I'm grateful to have you on. So we'll do it again. All right. We'll see you around. And this brings us to the end of today's episode. Head on over to rebelhealthtribe.com backslash kit to access the RHT Quick Start Bundle, which includes four full-length presentations from our RHT masterclasses, two downloadable PDF guides, and a 15% off coupon, which you can use in our retail shop. If you're on Facebook, come join our Rebel Health Tribe group over there. And finally, if you like the show, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again soon.